Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, January 27th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Before we get back into Matthew's gospel, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we pray for the strength and the endurance to be poor in spirit, to be meek, to hunger for thirst and, and thirst for righteousness, to be merciful to be pure in heart, to be peacemakers, to be persecuted for righteousness' sakes, to rejoice and be glad, to be your people. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, this is from Matthew's Gospel, the fifth chapter, verses 1 through 16. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak. And taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what was your first job and did you enjoy it? Do you wish some days you were back there? Ah, yes. My first job is I worked in a pharmacy um, when I was really? probably 14. And uh, I just did whatever they needed me to do. Ran the cash register. It was like a small, like family-owned pharmacy, and I'm, I enjoyed it. I'm picturing it. like it's a wonderful life, like it's George. Very, it was very much like that because it was in a small town, uh-huh. and you knew everybody. And I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's I a- worked there until I. Um, had after-school activities that took up all my time. That's wonderful. What about, what about you? Um, I mean, I because I did. S- sports for so long i my a lot of my first jobs were just horrible horrible odd jobs on the weekends that were a lot of um there's no grass in tucson so everyone has gravel in their front yards 
So they would drop like two. It's a hardscape. It's, a it's hard. called a hardscape, there, Brett. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, I, it is a hardscape uh-huh. uh, to spread. Uh, and so what happens is people, the dump trucks come and drop two tons of gravel. And then in the summer, Brett goes out and spreads the gravel all throughout Ugh. the property. Uh, and it was awful. Um, but my first like real job once wrestling ended was... Uh, I was a respite care provider for exceptional individuals, uh, and I loved that. It was yeah. it was a blast yeah. um, most days. Um, you know what I miss about families. my first job? What? One, I like seeing everybody because, you know, extrovert over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew everybody. But I also miss that it was a job you clocked in and clocked yeah. out. <laughs> like I don't have a job where you, like, clock out and you're done. You uh-huh. don't have to take anything home mm-hmm. or Anything in your head, I mean. And so sometimes if I'm having a really bad day, I tell Brian, I'm going to work at Target. (laughs) Or I just clock in and I clock out. Anyway. Uh, But to our scripture, um, what does it mean for salt to lose its saltiness? Or what does it mean to hide a light? So the idea behind salt and losing its saltiness is that, and the light, is that People who follow in the way of the Lord God don't live off sequestered places. They live in the world. And so there is something about them that should be different than those around them, that should point the way always to Jesus. Um, And so, you know, salt is something you need very little of, but it can change the flavor of everything around it. And so we're supposed to be salt in that way. In the same way, we're supposed to be a light that kind of shines in the darkness of the ordinary world. Um, And again, like we talked about on Wednesday, even the, you know, the dimmest light still shines. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think it means is that You know, it's not just about our personal relationship with Jesus. It's about becoming a community that is so lovely and is um, so good at pointing people towards God. Hmm. What do you think about salt and light? I mean, I was really trying to come up with, like, something obnoxious about how we're supposed to be, like, spicy, delicious people in the world, uh, <laughs> real salty. Uh, or maybe I could take it with the modern slang that we're supposed right. to be bitter. Um, now, I, you know what I was thinking about with salt is not only does it, you know, um, flavor and bring uh, a new perspective, as you talked about, or, or a new uh, experience in life, but it's also something that uh, preserves. You know, it's something yeah. that we, it's a tool that we can use um for things to last a long time, to, to bring, uh, to, to sustain. Um, and, and salt that loses its saltiness not only forgoes bringing in uh, this new flavor into this world, this new uh, way to experience, but it also brings out this thing that uh, preserves um, or, or, or makes uh, last. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what we are as, as the church is we're trying to, point out this thing that lasts, uh, this yeah. thing that remains. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we lose sight of that, uh, if, if we can only see directly what's in front of us, then we've, we've lost our saltiness. We've lost the thing, uh, lost the perspective that what we're doing is eternal, mm-hmm. uh, that what we're doing is not just um, a bite today, but it's something that's lasting over a long time. Uh, and so, uh, as, as, as Christians, it's, it's, as a community, um, 
you know, as we talk about things in church, so often it's, it's, uh, you know, we get really caught up in like, what's today, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And which is, it, which is fair. It's a, it's a, it's a normal part of life. There are discussions to be had of what to do today, but is what we're discussing about what we're doing today in the perspective of what it means to have eternal life and to, and to be uh, part of something that's eternal. So it's funny. I, um, I love steak. Uh, I'm a <laughs> carnivore. And um, I was at someone's house several months ago, and they made this gorgeous tenderloin. And I was like, well, how did you make it? And so they gave me the recipe. And so the recipe is essentially that you're going to, like, coat this sucker in salt and pepper, like, more than you ever think is possible. But that's all. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that really going to get me what I had at their house? You know what I mean? But I did it. And it was the like the best thing I'd ever made. And it was so simple, hmm. right? But hmm. it brought out the flavor of the meat and it wasn't overwhelming. And so I think there is something very simple about those analogies about light and about salt. Um, very simple. And I am grateful that it only, it doesn't take a lot. It takes a little mm-hmm. of the saltiness and a little of the shining out of each of us yeah. in order to make this really beautiful kingdom. Because if it were reliant on me getting everything right, we'd all be in trouble. And with that, I'm going to close with this quote by Sean Brooks. Never dim your light to match those around you and never lose your distinctiveness to blend in with others. For you have a responsibility to be that all to be all that God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.